1: Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time we gather for spiritual conversation with enlightening guests and I'm glad you're here. So you feeling a little stressed and maybe working through some blocks? I'm fine of course I have no stress and no blocks so I of course am perfect as always but if you are feeling stressed, and working for some blocks, I've got an interesting conversation coming up for you. Human cartographer, hypnotist, and wellness expert Morgan Yakis is here. We're going to talk about self-hypnosis, NLP, pattern interruption, and other tools to empower you to make lasting change. She believes that you can retrain your brain and that as we do that, we can make changes that really last. Are you ready to meet her? Morgan Yakis is a certified hypnotist, NLP practitioner, wellness expert, and she's certified in past life regression with Dr. Brian Weiss. She's a resident practitioner at the annual Spirit Weavers Gathering, and she's hosted her series of Mind Waves workshops, events, and retreats in New York, Los Angeles, and London. Morgan's created hypnotic art experiences at festivals all over the world, and she enjoys teaching regular meditation and workshops at the Soho House. She's written for and been featured in publications like Vogue, L, UK, Mind, Body, Green, Cosmo Magazine, among others. You can find out more about Morgan and her work at morganyakas.com. Morgan,
0: welcome to Out of the Fog. Hi, Karen. Thank you so much for having me today. Oh, I love having Happy you here. Happy to be here. <laughs> You call
1: yourself a human cartographer. I think of a cartographer like a, like a map maker. What does that mean to be a human cartographer?
0: It's exactly what you what you just said. It is actually um, a, a map maker for your to be that for yourself but also I help people do that so if you imagine you're going one direction in your life and you hit a wall and you think oh I don't really want to be going down this highway anymore I want to take the exit and I want to create a new route that I can go tomorrow or later today that's really what I what I do and I help people with it's always The idea is that it's always flexible and that you can have and go in different directions. You can always change your directions. You can always modify. And the territory isn't who you are. It's much bigger than that. So you are in control to to make changes. But my practice is the human cartography is really taking the whole person into account, the whole map into account, and then figuring everything out from there not just one direction to go in.
1: It sounds like you're someone who believes in unlimited potential and unlimited possibility.
0: Absolutely, and it's scientifically proven that we have unlimited potential and unlimited ability, and we can rewire our brains through through thought. That's how we get into the our issues in the first place is by uh, is by wiring and connecting things together. This is how we create our patterns. So just as we can do that, we can undo it by thinking about the positive thing and creating the positive action.
1: In your practice, do you ever talk to people who say, "That's oh, that's a great idea, but it'll never work for me because I always do this. I always make these choices, or I've always smoked, or I've always had a problem with whatever. I'm always limited by how do you, work with those always and never issues?
0: Well, in order to, cha- to make any kind of change, you can either come up with a strategy or use a strategy that you used before, or you can use a strategy that someone else used that was successful. So what I do is I help them create a strategy so that they can interrupt the pattern and put something new in, and people tell me how they want it to be instead, so i 'll say well you 're doing that thing now that 's how you 've been up until this point, but how do you want it to be now and the real issue that i'm i 'm really finding in the, in with my work and uh, focusing on explaining to people especially now is that they usually do not have the files to in their in their brain to know how they want it to be so a lot of times we have to, i have to build that with the client and it's just as you said i don't know i don't think i can change but if they saw and felt something different they would know their mind would know what to work towards because there would be a a, a new a new route a new a new map for that so there's a map for the old Thing, the old pattern or program, but there's not necessarily a map for the new one. And if people have a map, existing map somewhere, they didn't smoke before, they can also use that. But it's really about interruption techniques and um, putting in the new thing and repetitive, repetitive action and repetitive thoughts. It it takes, um, you know, it takes cognitive work not only when they're working with me but outside of that. Uh, but it also depends on how long you 've been doing the pattern how um, how many things it 's connected into because it might be connected into everything you do during the day, like smoking, you know something like food connected into everything you do during the day, but there might be something that you do just at night like you 're not able to sleep that 's only a night thing, so you, maybe if you had only been doing it for a short period of time it 's a much easier thing to shift because. Uh, It it's, it takes less time to unwind the neural networks in the brain.
1: So I, I'm thinking, as you're talking to me, I'm thinking about like the patterns that I hold. Mm -hmm. I have some really great ones. I've got some kind of lousy ones Mm -hmm. and it, I'm just wondering for myself, how was it that I created those patterns? Yes, through some of what you said, repetitive, right? I do it again and again and again. I return to it over and over out of habit, out of whatever it seemed like it made sense at the, t- at the time. It sounds like you're talking about kind of reframing things so that it starts to make sense to me to form the new pattern, even though doing that will also take some time. It doesn't sound like you're talking about like the magic bullet, like you touch me on the shoulder and all of a sudden I never want to eat Cheetos again.
0: <laughs> there are people that do that. No, I'm kidding. There, there's, <laughs> nobody does that. Um, they think, they say they can do it, but they can't. Um, this is what happens with that stuff with when people say that, that they can do that, those kind of, you know, I'm going to swing the watch and then you're going to come for a session is it's not necessarily long term. So the work that that I'm teaching people to do um, it can be applied to any area, any pattern in any area to to create neuroplasticity. So what people can do is to, like you said, interrupt the pattern and then put something new. But the first thing is to imagine that it can be different and think about how you want it to be different and start showing your brain that that's what you want to work towards and you know also if you're doing like projects and things like that you know you're having a hard time getting things done or you know doing the dishes or whatever it might be going going for exercise if you start to see yourself what that looks like after you completed that it gets the brain excited so it creates a motivation strategy for the brain. And it also, there has to be excitement in order to do things. That's why people say, oh, I don't want to do it. It just doesn't sound fun. Of course, it doesn't sound fun because what you're showing yourself is really negative. So of course, you're not going to want to do it, you know.
1: So how does, how does hypnosis work, whether it's self-hypnosis or um, hypnosis with a practitioner? What happens when we, I don't even know the right word, open up to it?
0: For self hypnosis,
1: for self hypnosis, is that different from when you are working with a practitioner? Is the is the process different?
0: It's it's similar, but it's um, you're obviously not having an external voice, so mm-hmm. um, you're using uh, you're talking to yourself. You're using your own internal voice, which is with self hypnosis. So with self, I actually have on my site. You could I could post it post it somewhere. Or on Instagram or wherever um, there's a link to self hypnosis uh, technique very quick one and basically it's just focusing uh, in a certain spot and going into a more relaxed space noticing some sounds around you and then actually telling your subconscious what it is you, you want to be creating and then visualizing it and then experiencing it and then the more you do that it shows your brain what you want it to be doing. That's really the key, because with the negative stuff, we show the brain the negative things that we want to be doing, and the brain follows that. The mind follows that. So with hypnosis, when people come into the office, I can work with them just talking because I do a lot of NLP, which is neuro-linguistic programming, which means... It's the linguistics that we use to program ourselves. So a lot of people say they have audio, that audio is running all the time. Sometimes that audio is is them. Sometimes it's their parents' voice, but they think it's theirs. You know, usually when someone says should, couldn't, don't, that's somebody else, or that's another part of them uh, that is a way to keep them safe, a way to um, keep them in place, or to motivate, so that they can motivate themselves. So. What I do when people come in is I I talk to them about where and when this issue happens that they want to change and then how do they want to be. And so what we do, what happens is, is that with these patterns, I know this is a longer answer, I'm sorry. I love a longer <laughs> answer. <don't laughs> with these patterns, um, there is what I call um, like a track. So like if you imagine like a music track with with a vocal and and the music, right? A song that we would listen to on the radio, we have the same thing that goes on in our minds. So one is a vocal track and then one is actually there's more there's instruments too so there's um it's basically like a kinesthetic sometimes we get the kinesthetic feeling which is like oh i feel that in my chest or oh i feel that in my stomach we might get an audio with that and then we get a visual and then if you get all three that's a doozy i mean that's like really intense and if you're going into the future that's people are anxious if they're going into the past, they're feeling depressed. So, you know, and then if they're doing both, that's a lot a lot going on. So, you know, I really start with people where they at, where they're at when they come in the office and I explained to them about how this track works and what we do is we neutralize one part of the track so it might just be the audio by changing that around or it might be the, um, the feeling so I have actually people light up the negative feeling so how does it feel when you get that craving when you're bored and you want to eat that food and then they think about that and then we Find the thing that 's frozen, and then we unfreeze it, and then we change it into a more resourceful um, resource for them, so that that 's what their brain is is referencing, and then they can start to see how they want it to be so when I'm working with people, I don't really take them that deep. There is a, a, a last part of the session where they kind of, they get very relaxed so that they can do the work, but I don't do anything like you see in the movies. I just start talking to the person. And actually, the more we go into focus, that's actually um, hypnosis uh, is it's just to be, just to be focused.
1: So you're listening to Out of the Fog with Karen Hager. I'm talking with Morgan Yacus. You can find out more about Morgan and her work as a hypnotist, as a wellness expert uh, at MorganYacus.com. And that's M-O-R-G-A-N-Y-A-K-U-S.com, MorganYacus.com. So when we talk about shifting that focus and what sounds to me, you're talking to me about what feels like a, kind of creating sacred space, looking at the layers of awareness and helping the person focus on what it is that they want to change and the place where they can make a difference. How does it change people's lives? What kind of patterns and challenges do people come to you with and how do their lives change after they've learned this new way of focusing?
0: What a great question, Karen. (laughs) No, but it's, it's really important for people to know this because I feel like sometimes people are really afraid of hypnosis, but I was actually in fashion for 20 years before I started doing this. And, um, I had a series of hypnosis sessions actually to leave my business. I was a a retail store owner and I had a very successful business and I was just wowed by this work. And it, Things that I had been trying to change for years were I'd sit up after a session and go, oh, my God, I can feel like that thing isn't there. And then over a period of time, I would just start to do the new thing. And then that just became normal. And it was so amazing that I really wanted to understand how this worked. It was actually not ever something that I wanted to to do it was just something I wanted to learn for myself and then it just went down a crazy rabbit hole and here I am because people's lives have have changed dramatically I'm so I'm surprised every time even though I know that it works but you know I've seen people go move uh, want live in one state and want to you know even people uh, I've worked with client like I have a client who's mother is in her early 60s and she wanted to move from one state to another. She wanted to stay uh, in the field that she was working in and get a job and she just felt really overwhelmed. So um, after, I think we did two sessions, she uh, started inquiring and she got a job and moved to a completely different state, a different city by the beach. and. You know, I'm sure she's living her dream life now. So I've I've really helped a lot of people transition because I think it's also part of my experience, but from one uh, part of their life into another, into another chapter, and to really help them create action steps. I've seen people lose um, my dad, for example. He lost 100 pounds uh, from work wow. that we did together. And I am also a health coach, so I helped him cut out some things out of his diet. And now he's walking two miles every day. And, I mean, he was... Uh, quite heavy, um, and he's he's really healthy now. Um, I've seen, you know, people that uh, were in bad relationships leave, or you know, create really positive outcomes. I've seen clients who were at odds and maybe hadn't talked to their family in a long time and hadn't really been able to spend time with them, go from from there to actually really having a wonderful relationship with them. People that were bingers and eating or didn't sleep to Um, really being able to eat healthy and just eat a little bit of what they like. Cause I know when people eat sugar, they're like, Oh, but I can't just have a little bit. Mm -hmm. Well, you can just have a little bit. So, and people Mm -hmm. sleeping, I had a client who said she hadn't slept in 10 years more than three hours a night. Oh my gosh. And the first session she slept uh, six hours. Um, So, you know, it's, it's, but it's all about when the person comes to me, you know, I know that in the beginning you asked how to, you know, people, they say, Oh, I can't do that. But a lot of people really want to make a change by the time they get to me. So that's very helpful because they really want to do the work because that's really a part of it. And I support them in that and helping giving them action steps and things that they can do. And it's just, I, I can't tell you the emails that I get from people. It's just really amazing. You know, just, uh, people's lives really changing. So
1: now we're in a time when our, all our lives are changing, maybe not in a great way. There's a lot of reexamination of our relationships with each other, and our mortality, and our inner lives, and our outer lives. And you've said that that we're all in an open loop during this time. And and that to me, I don't know what you mean by open loop. I'm about to ask you, but to me, that open, that's like anxiety. What's going to happen? How's it going to be? Where's it going to go? How are we going to know? What? What do you mean about the open loop? And is there a way to to close that? If we're looking at ways to retrain our brains, ways to have those more positive patterns, how can we do that even when things are so wacky as they are now?
0: Well, one thing is to, I know that nobody likes to hear this because they say they don't know how to do it, but one way is to stay in the present for now, especially because there's a lot of things we can't control. Um, And one way to do that is to ask yourself, what do I need to do right now? Like people tell themselves to be present, but they don't actually know, the brain doesn't know what, what, what that means. So you have to give it the brain a context. And so if you tell the the mind, hey, you just need to write that email or you just need to go for a walk now or make lunch or just do nothing, the brain will refocus itself and become present. And that's the quickest way I've found to be present and and not go too far out in the future if you catch yourself. Try not to catch yourself going out in the future if you're going to be thinking about negative things. The open loop Because our brain runs on programs, it's constantly trying to finish programs and the conscious mind is collecting information and then the subconscious mind is creating the... uh, a file, in order to keep us safe. So it will run either the last thing that happened, or you know something that's been imprinted to tell us how to do this, that thing. And it makes shortcuts. So it will shortcut something. That's how, like, if you were, you know, having a nice evening out, and you, you know, let's say you had an argument with someone, but everything up until that point was great. Your brain would shortcut it and show you that that whole night was ruined. You know, Mm. people go, oh, the whole night is ruined because the brain populates things in a certain way. So what we need to do when you're thinking about the future um, and you you actually do not know what's going to happen because nobody does. And that's what what the open loop means. Mm -hmm. The brain loves Closure. So, give it something that it can hold on to for the moment, which is just seeing yourself thriving in the future. It might be just seeing yourself be in a positive state. It might be seeing yourself finish or complete things that you need to do. Might see things, just seeing yourself being okay and being in a in a job or being secure or safe or whatever whatever it is that you're worried about. Try to give yourself some um, small or big closure with that in, in the visualization really helps not just audio. So using audio and a visual together. So, you know, I don't know what's going to happen in all of this. None of us do. Right. But I've just been trying to stay in the present. I'm trying to stay really grounded and healthy and do what I can to that. I know that makes me feel good. And also, you know, really try to be kind to people and try to connect with friends or family or people that love you so that you can have that support. But seeing positive outcomes, even if it's just you feeling safe is a really good thing, or you, you know, doing the things that you want to be doing in the future, that will close the loop. Giving your brain some kind of resolution or um, an outcome will, uh, Will close the loop. Does that answer your question? I know this is a much long, maybe a. a- you know, it's a longer answer. Maybe
1: you do, you don't lose points on the show for long answers. In fact, <laughs> points for long, for longer answers, you've got like 800,000 guest points. Now that's very oh,
0: good. Oh Wow. What's what's, those... the, what's the top score? No. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: have it. You won. And you, there's Cheetos for everyone at the end. Um, <laughs> Sounds um, good. I know we're just in our, I know we're just in our last few minutes together and I'm craving Cheetos now for some reason. It's, um, I, the power uh, of suggestion, mm, suggestion, <laughs> you're a hypnotist now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that idea, I wonder if we all kind of are because the, yeah, way, right? we, the way we talk to ourselves.
0: We are. I'm so glad you said that we're all hypnotizing ourselves.
1: Yeah. And yeah. it, what you're talking to me about here is about unlocking the power of our imagination, the power of our ability to see and know and feel and create different, outcomes. It feels to me like you're talking about the opposite of everything is locked in. You're yeah. you're what it sounds like you do in your work is open up that potential.
0: Yeah. For people. And, and I want to say one thing is that um, a really great thing to say to yourself is what are all the things I'm not seeing about this situation that I could be seeing? What can I be looking at that I'm not looking at? Because what happens is when you get stressed, it gets very myopic and you zoom in. You don't see all the other, you know, possibilities. And that's what this work does. It really brings people into a more relaxed state so that they can see a more broader view, an overview, and then see more solutions. And that's what we want to do. And that's why I really like something like Binaural Beats, because um, I actually have a playlist on my Spotify that I've made that people could um, access and it's you know uh, it's a great way to change your brain waves uh, okay in your so- state. So we're
1: at the place where I ask you to say what your website is. And then can you okay. also tell us how to find you on Instagram? And I'd love to find that playlist on Spotify too. So how can we get to you and book appointments and do all those good things?
0: Yeah, you can just go to my website, to my appointment page and um, everything's there. People can book. There's information. There's even, um, there's a great article uh, that was um, with me and interview with Goop magazine. Um or a group online and you can look, read that. And that tells you more about how I work. Uh, My website is just my name, morganyakis.com. And my Instagram is MindWaves. It's mind underscore underscore waves, or you can probably just put in my name and you'll get that. And uh, Spotify, you can find me. I can also send you the link and uh, you can uh, access that binaural uh, um, playlist. And, you know, people, if they want to email me and ask me questions, that's, great too. I'm happy to answer any questions or further, you know, things that they want to, if they want to work on certain things and they're not sure if I can help them, I'm happy to answer any questions about that. I'm just here to help.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh. So that's perfect. Morgan, thank you for being on the show. I'd love to have you come back on to talk about all the cool past life stuff that you do. That's Uh, a whole show in itself. (laughs) Um, so, There you go, listeners, a preview of coming attractions, I hope. Um, Morgan, thank you for being on the show.
0: Thank you so much, Karen. You're so wonderful. And, and I'm, I'm excited to support you and, and and connect with your listeners. So thanks for listening. Oh,
1: thank you. That is Morgan Yakus. And you can find out more about Morgan and her work at morganyakus.com. That's Morgan, M-O-R-G-A-N Yakes, Yakus, Y-A-K-U-S, morganyakus.com. You can find her on Instagram. She's mind underscore underscore waves. Um, you can find her there. Search on her name and search for her on Spotify and see if you can dig up that uh, link to the special playlist. And you can always find me at karenhager.com. It's a great place to find out about upcoming classes and events. You can even book a private session there if you are so inclined. And thank you for listening today. Together we are spreading a little more light in the world. And a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you Peace.